0: This podcast is listener-supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull This is the Red Bull Rand Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull podcast of SB and What's Metro. I'm your host, Jason I. Picko. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 205, East Mode. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, uh,
0: uh, 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 East Mode. But for some reason, the Eastbound and down popped in my head, but I'm like, wait, we're not going down. No. We're, we're trending up. That's how this works. Imagine that. So uh, two very exi- two exciting games at Red Bull Arena on Sunday. Uh, the first one exciting if you're a uh, person who likes drama. Not so much if necessarily for Rebel fans. Uh, Red Bulls hosting Columbus Crew in their last uh, regular season home match of the year. Go up three nothing on the stri- on the back of two Bradley Phillips goals and then give up two goals. <laughs> but hey, it wasn't a two goal lead, so we couldn't give it up. <laughs>
2: That's right. There you go. Perfect. As much as they tried, <laughs> yeah. they didn't expect a Bradley Wright Phillips race. Well,
0: the the weird thing is, and it, it was MLS to point this out. I forget who it was against, but his goal, his second goal, basically mimicked a Thierry Henry yeah, goal. Yeah, everyone was talking about that. I can't remember yeah. who it was, um, or who it was against. It was some team in like a dark blue, so I don't know. What, anyway, uh, but yeah, it's kind of impressive how. He mimicked Henry's goal. He had the Lloyd-Sam chop in there, which is something you haven't really seen out of him. So that's something impressive. Um, So let's get right into this one then with our likes and dislikes like we usually do. Uh, Truman, you can go first this week. What did you dislike about this match?
1: Everything that happened that involved that uh, penalty kick. Number one, I don't know how the goaltender does not get carded. Now, from watching it live on the other side of the stadium... We're kind of questioning, oh, what, you know, I, that's, I can't believe he didn't get a card. That's kind of crazy. How do you not get a card? Then you actually watch it, and I'm sure you guys saw the replays of it, where he's grabbing him and pulling him down. Oh, yeah. How's, first of all, that's and anywhere on the planet, that's a red card right mm-hmm. off the bat. You're, it's a goalie in the box grabbing and pulling him down. He should have been sent off. That is just absolutely stunning. The second bad part is that Sasha takes the weakest goal kick I have seen in ages. It's yeah. like it's like they were still on that little two-week break. It was just... My God, and it could have taken any lighter. The penalty kick, listen, I saw a lot more penalty kicks later in that evening. Mm-hmm. I, and I just couldn't believe it. And it was just one of those... Boy, I, I get the feeling he's going to mess this up. I just get that awkward feeling it's too early in the game for a PK. And sure enough, just lazily kicks it towards the right. And we all could have made that safe, honestly.
0: Coincidentally... Because I have the tendency to watch games that the Red Bulls won while we record the podcast. It, they just got to the penalty kick, and as you were saying about him taking a weak kick, it was clutch and taking the kick. Of course, like <laughs> just weird time. I had to point that out. So, Pat, what, what did you dislike about this one?
2: I disliked that the game was on at the same time as the Giants game. We uh, well at least the first half because uh, as much as I do enjoy the two screen experience, setting up the laptop, putting uh, another game on the TV. Uh, it just really just robbed me of the focus that I wish I could divert uh, devote to um, one game or the other. So uh, I mean that's that's really what it comes down to. I mean I was just super distracted, so I didn't really focus too too, too much on the first half, uh, or for that matter, much of the third and fourth quarter of the Giant game. But uh, yeah, so that's that's truly really it. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, on the one hand I do like what MLS has done, where they're playing everybody on the same day. Uh, at the same time, um, but uh, towards the end of the season, but at the same time, it's just, you know, what goes up against NFL football, it's just, it's, and if you got a team, uh, especially a team that's, well, still in it, it's tough, so.
0: Well, don't worry, the Giants are playing 9.30 a.m. next week, so you're <laughs> No issues yeah. there. Well, no I'm issues. Ex-
2: except that I work. Uh.
0: Or if you watch, you know, European soccer at all. There's actually uh, no issue locally because the Jets play at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, who wants to watch
1: a Jets game this year? Anyway? Well, nobody. But I'm saying by the time you know it's over, when the fourth quarter starts, you can just get
2: ready for the Red Bulls game.
0: I, I'm, I'm the Jeff fan who gave up on this team after the Pittsburgh game. So <laughs> when
2: you know it's over in the fourth quarter, everyone's going to know that game's over by half. I knew.
0: Mean, I I was watching the Arizona game or the Jets Arizona game on Monday night. And it wasn't even halftime yet. It was, the Jets were in their, quote, two-minute drive, and there was uh, a play that was eventually ruled incomplete pass, and the Jets sat there for, like, a good 20 seconds off the clock waiting for them to review the play. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I have better uses of my time than to see here on a Monday night watching the <laughs> Jets do jack shit against the Cardinals. And I was glad because it ended up being, like, 28-3 to 3 or something like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a real hoot. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, my dislike... <clears throat> Um, hmm. I, I guess the card that should have went to uh the goalkeeper because aside from aside from that, well, let me forget, actually. You know what? I'm going to just make this a general case. The referee had a good game outside of the penalty kick and the last like ten minutes. Because for some reason, the last like ten minutes, he decided to put his whistle in the back pocket and just let let everybody play after he called everything close. Right, all hell was breaking loose. Which I don't <laughs> like. It's one thing if like from the get go he's like letting people play, but when you call, when you give Colin a yellow card for his very first foul, which is very benign to begin with, and then you give somebody else a yellow card for, which first off, he didn't even give somebody a yellow card for the exact same foul like 10 minutes later. But then, like, he is handing out cards during the rest of the game, and then all of a sudden, like 10 minutes left, he's like, oh, eh, whatever, we don't need to do any it anymore. It's, it's like, it's like Columbus got a clue that the game was gonna get turned up, the game could be turned up a notch physically, and that's exactly, like, of course, when they started scoring goals, because you know they can start being more physical, and that's one of the things that hurts the Red Bulls. And it's just like, if you're going to call it one way, call it the whole game. It's that I, I know that's I, like a dead horse topic for me, but consistency, please. That's all I ask. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if you fuck up calls, as long as you're consistently fucking up the calls. At least it evens out in the end.
1: I couldn't believe how quickly Colin got called for for uh, or got that card early on, the third
0: minute. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I don't know. All right. Uh, likes the game. Pat, you can go first. What What'd you like about this one?
2: Uh, despite the fact that it's probably the least important milestone of the season for the Red Bulls, I like that uh, even though David Villa got his garbage time goal and there, lost to DC United, uh, BWP got two to stay ahead in the Golden Boot race. So, <laughs> take that, David Villa, end, Blue Smurf City.
1: <laughs> uh, my big like here is that going into the game... You looked at the scenarios on how they could clinch that day, that Sunday. Never, ever thinking that everything was going to kind of come together the way it did. But you saw that, you know, the Smurfs were at D.C., D.C. fighting for that, you know, playoff spot. And Montreal's in the same situation. The Montreal's fighting for a playoff spot. I, I, I mean, could you ask for anything more that you can finally treat a last game, a away game, pretty much meaningless because the Shield is now out? of, you know, out of the running, they can't get the shield, Um, clinching the East, except for, you know, some active soccer god where uh, they give up 14 goals in the game, you know, (laughs) which I don't think is going to happen. But it was nice. It was fun score watching during the Red Bulls game as the Red Bulls are winning and you keep looking up, they were flashing the scoreboards or the other scores on the uh, the big board up there. And then I was checking my phone constantly with my little uh, soccer uh, app. So that was great. That was really, really exciting. And nail-biting uh, at the same time.
0: Oh, yeah. So before my like, just real quick, if the Red Bulls win against Philly, which we will talk about in a little bit, and Colorado for some reason happens to lose against Houston, that would actually be good for us because that means if we were to make MLS Cup, the only team that we could travel to at that point is Dallas. Right, correct.
2: So, it's not, kind of, uh, so it's not a They're kind
0: of in right now. Yeah. So it's not 100% meaningless, this game, but for most intents and purposes, we're not, you know, nothing's nothing as, as long as, actually, if we lose, LA Galaxy could jump above us in the terms of hosting it, a cup game. So I guess it's something that they probably should actively win for. It's not just like, hey, let's just take a break. They should actively win. Plus, you. you know, getting your third win of, the, of uh, the season on the road would probably be a good thing going into the playoffs. Sure. All right. Um, Absolutely. Likes the game for me. Uh, I gotta go with Ray Phillips. I mean, dude is just a beast. It's, I mean, we, I know we talked about it before, but he's the first player I think ever in league history to have two, ga- two seasons of 20 plus goals scored. He is, yeah. Like, <laughs> the one thing apparently MLS can do well is turn out defensive teams. It may not be great defensive teams and it may be weak offensive teams, but still. There's not a lot of like high goal scorers in this league. Like extraordinarily high goal scorers in this league. And for him to to not only do two twenty plus seasons, but to do them you know with a one year gap in between, he's gonna win probably gonna win the golden boot for his second time in three years. He yep. owns the he owns the record for whatever reason this is a record for most goals in three consecutive seasons. Like yeah, no one knows why that is a thing, <laughs> but it's a
2: thing, like. MLS has all sorts of records. <laughs>
0: And, and I'm pretty sure, and he's the only, he's the, the the foreigner with the highest goal tally in a single season when he had 27 a few years ago.
2: Mm-hmm. Like damn foreigners! Who,
0: <laughs> who who the hell thought when they signed Bradley Phillips that he would turn into a legitimate like star?
2: If you remember, he was the Coca-Cola kid, and that's all everybody referred to him as. Or like, yeah, the Coca-Cola kids on the team. Yeah, because he's gonna he's gonna force on to the bench, right? Huh? I mean, that's pretty much the reaction to that guy. And I
1: mean, then remember the other reaction was he's not going to be able to do anything without Thierry
0: Henry because yep. Thierry Henry is the only reason he got the uh, the record. Yep. That was fun. Mm-hmm. One, one thing I'll say is that third time's a charm for the brothers,
2: right? Yeah. I remember uh, when I uh, wrote in the beginning of the season that he should be replaced by uh, Anatole Bong. <laughs> Empire Soccer. I'm
0: pretty, I'm pretty sure most uh, <laughs> I was
2: <laughs> way off. <laughs> All right,
0: so um, with the win, the Red Bulls effectively clinched number one in the East. Uh, it's not quote official. Uh, New York City FC has to make up a thirteen goal difference. And good win. luck. So Enjoy. in in theory, it's possible, but it's not going to happen. Come on, like Who's that? we're not losing by six and not winning by seven. Like that's not going <laughs> to happen.
2: Who's NYCFC playing? Columbus. Columbus, all right. So, yeah, I guess if Columbus uh, gets some plane crash, then, I mean, that's pretty much they have to field like a college team. That's pretty much the only way.
0: Well, they're playing at home, so I doubt that's going to happen. I mean, no, they're on the road. Yeah.
2: Maybe they're, uh, you know, yeah. taking a plane to Vegas before they play their final home game. You know, you never know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, predictions from this one. Uh, none of us got the score right. Uh, we all got the win, so standings. I'm at 20 points. Pat's at 19. Truman's at 15. Which means it's all going to come down for, to Pat and I is going to come down to this week's prediction with Philly. So we'll see how that works yeah, you out. Have later. To go, you have to go first. Oh, I have,
2: have to go first before I me mean. Okay. Yeah, because because then are going to be like you'll totally like what, like we talked about one dollar. That's right. Yeah, he's going to totally I, do that. I make a prediction. You do the same thing. You protect your lead.
1: <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's very fair.
0: All right, I'll I'll go first later. Don't worry. I usually, I don't go first usually anyway, so it's it's it could change the pace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we talk about that, though, uh, New York Red Bulls two. Uh, following yeah. following the, the game against Columbus, the USL side hosted. Uh, I think it's FC Louisville. I don't, Louisville FC. I can't Louisville know. City FC.
1: Louisville City. Okay. Oh, um, no, 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 no. So. Louisville,
2: Louisville City FC.
0: Whatever. Man, I don't it right Doesn't matter good, because good that team's no longer in the playoffs.
2: Good lord, with our American soccer team names.
0: Huh? <laughs> Uh so that match was uh you know well attended because that's what ESPN you wants anyway um Red Bulls and Louisville went into uh extra time tied 1-1 I think all there were three red cards I'm pretty sure all three of them were in extra time Yes two for, two for Louisville one for the Red Bulls um tied still 1-1 at the end of extra time so they went to penalty kicks Ryan Merritt, Two fantastic saves, and didn't need we didn't need the fifth guy to take this penalty kick because we just because Ryan Mera, and uh, love, <clears throat> the Red Bulls the Baby Bulls won uh, the Eastern Conference, uh, missing out by like two games last year, um, and they will take on Swope Park Rangers, who are the B team for Sporting Kansas City, in the championship match, which is Sunday at 8 p.m. at Red Bull Arena. And that game will be broadcast on ESPNU. Um, just a real quick side note: so between Everton, the New York Red Bulls, and New York Red Bulls two, I saw five penalty kick saves this weekend. Wow! Mm-hmm. Jeez! I know that's kind of amazing, right?
2: Yeah, very much so. Um, <clears throat>
0: and three of them were during during an actual during, during the game, not during the penalty kick session. So that's even kind of more impressive.
2: Very
1: fancy. Well, no, I mean, Sasha's wasn't a very impressive save. I mean, come on. No, but Staxon's... That was two
0: more poor
2: more, more take than save.
0: Well, unfortunately, it counts as a save, so... Yeah, shit. I know, I know. Uh, so, anyway, Red Bull 2 continuing their pretty amazing streak towards the fi- or towards the M- uh, USL Cup. Sorry, I'm trying to say MLS Cup. Um... I'm guessing they're going to be heavily favored in this game because you know they are the regular season champs, and I think Swill Park was like a third or fourth seed. I don't know, I'll cut my head. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that game will be on uh, ESPN U on Sunday night 8 p.m. So if you, we were talking about this before we started recording, it'd be interesting to see if anybody could pull it off where they go to the game in Philly and then somehow make the game back in Harrison for the for the final.
1: I mean, if you, if you can do it, go for it. If you can, I, I will be
2: at uh, Red Bull Arena, so I will be there rooting on our, our uh, baby bulls. Hopefully a good crowd shows up, but I, I mean, I'm not holding out hope. I
1: think it'll be a decent crowd. I know uh, they're giving out a lot of free tickets. If you're like a season ticket holder, they want people there. You know what was, you know, was the best part of the game? And I, I know they mentioned it during the broadcast was... Um, when the game was clearly going into penalties, everybody on the side started working their way over to behind the net. <laughs> everybody. I, I was already there, of course, in the front row. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you go to USL's Twitter page, you can see uh, Derek Etienne's video, and I'm in it, so it's even even better. Yeah, you are.
0: You, you and your Mets hat?
1: No, no, my Sussex County Miners
0: hat. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Nice yep. Is that because it's a, a quote, minor league game? No. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of had to. a cool-looking hat, man. That's right. It, it, was, it was there. I had to do it. Um, all right, so we do have a game to talk about from the MLS side. Of Red Bulls traveling down to Philly. Final match of the regular season. That game will be broadcast at 4 p.m. on MSG Proper, supposedly. I don't know if that's actually true or not. Uh, this game, I think, was supposed to be on ESPN at one point, but because... Uh, you have The Shield and a few other guys. Let's see. So the the national games right now are LA versus FC Dallas at four. Well, everybody's at four, I think, this year. And Seattle Salt Lake on ESPN. So you get, like, the, the, the decision matches in the West because they have three spots left for grab where the East only has one. Right. And... And that one is is
1: um, what is that New England? But they would have to score a dozen goals, something like that. It's pretty much a
0: yeah. They they have to make up. Done. They need to win and make up a twelve goal difference.
1: Right. So there's really not much. There's not
0: too much going on in these. Maybe just placement. Right. I think that's about it. Just a couple Three. spots. I mean, the New York's already the rebels have clinched the first round by right. Uh, New York City the FC and Toronto are still fighting for that bye position. So. You know that's whatever. Uh, DC is pretty much going to be where they are in the wild card game. It's just a matter of if they swap positions with Montreal, uh, and if New England could somehow pull out twelve goals out of their ass, and yeah, and and, and hope for the Red Bulls to win, right? Because that's yeah. the only way they're getting in at this point. On the West, the West, at least, is a little more interesting. So let's see. So I'm going to start with the teams that are not in, but are quote in at the moment. So, Salt Lake, 46 points, Sanders at 45, Casey at 44, Portland at 44. That is spots four through seven. Um, so basically, you could have any of those teams drop out next, this weekend. Um, I think I said that ourselves playing Portland on the team. Oh, RSL playing Seattle. And both of them are sending four and five right now. So, uh, I'm gonna have to dual screen this a little bit. This will, this will be interesting for me to week, this weekend if I do it. Actually, I'm not even going to be home to do this to work. But if you're, if you're going to be home, there's definitely some interesting matchups. That, and all the games are at the same time this week, which probably means a four p 4.15 p.m. kickoff, not actually 4, because that's what they did last week. Right. So Ooh. be aware, which probably blows our whole doing two games out of the water because I didn't take that into account. <laughs> all right, so predictions, since I have to go first. So, I would say Philly has a lot to play for, but they really don't. They just need to not give up a ton of goals. And uh, so for them, their their priority is probably saving guys because they're going to have to play midweek in a knockout game, regardless of what happens here. Um, Red Bulls will... Are, I, I know Marcia said he took training a little bit easy this week because of not necessarily needing to win, but they aren't going to take this lately, so I imagine they're still going to try to come out and do what they want to do. Especially trying to get that road, that, that monkey of losing off their back. And I think twice this year at Philly, once in the open cup, once in regular season, they dropped two goal leads there. So this is, you know, a perfect time to do, to get rid of that ghost. So I'm going to go with the win. I think the Red Bulls, even though they've been kind of shaky the last two games in terms of securing results, I think that, you know, they do have momentum going on their side. I think that that's going to play into their favor and the fact that there's not really any pressure on them in this game, I think, will help them tremendously, and may- maybe help them relax. You know, do what they need to do on the roads. So I'm going to go with the Pat special two nothing win. Oh, yeah. I'm dumping I'm fate here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to beat Pat with his move. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, All right, should I go?
1: Enough. Should I go second, and Pat? You can really think about your your decision, what you want to go with here. Yeah, sure. Yeah, All sure. right. Since I since my uh, my prediction means nothing. I'm going to think it's going to be a 1-1 draw, and I think Bradley Ray Phillips is going to score that one goal and uh, will hold on and and hopefully win that golden boot. And uh, why not just give the assist to Sasha, right? Why the hell not? Um, What I could see is that if if the Red Bulls score in the first half, if Bradley scores, he comes out for the second half, because, again, why take any chances against uh, Philadelphia? You know, I don't want to risk anything. So it'll be interesting to see the lineup that comes out. It'll be one of those half-strong lineups, um, yeah. because, again, there is there is a little bit to play for, but not a ton. So I'm, I'll am i be very interested to see what kind of team comes out and plays this game.
0: Actually, before yeah, Pat gives a prediction, actually, you, 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 you remind me of something. Aaron Long sat on the bench for the Red Bulls against Columbus and then played in the USL match. I don't know if they, what they're going to do, since they have to play the USL match at eight. Right. In, in a different city. So the bench might be a little thin, too.
2: Yeah possibility um i I would not be shocked if you know marsh sprinkles in a few bench guys because you know just to even give them some playing time uh you know in case they need to come in for whatever reason come playoffs get them a little fresh Uh, i don't think he'll yeah i mean i i do believe him when he says he's not going to completely take this match out because you figure you're going to have a long layoff so you definitely want to get some time in um that being all, that being said, I mean, I do think you know, I think momentum is definitely on the rebel side. I, I don't think they are gonna. I think they're gonna fight is to at least not lose uh, and keep that streak going. So I'm actually gonna agree with Truman. And it's actually the, the score that I had in my mind uh, before you even said yours. Uh, I'm gonna go with a one-one draw. Um, you know, it, it's I just you know, I, I don't see it being a win, but I, I do see them coming out with a point, uh, which would be. Yeah, I guess more than solidify the East and all that good stuff.
0: And if it's a draw and you don't get the score right, you still win. So this is going to hurt
2: if it happens.
0: Because ah, you, yes. you'd win the
2: tiebreaker. I, I do win the tiebreaker, you said?
0: Yeah, because our our tiebreaker is the most total correct score lines, and you're beating me 2-1. to
2: Ah-ha. Uh-huh. right. So son, then son of the a belt. Probably not.
0: I, I I bet you it's going to happen. Now they're going to they're going to draw, and not even one one. <laughs> just to just to
2: just for that just, to happen, just to spite you.
0: Yeah, just to spite me. You know, I need to I need to go back through the rest of the uh, the years and kind of kind of redo it because the first year we were doing this, we didn't follow this points pattern. We just kind of said whatever, and we just gave individual honors for like the different categories. But I need to actually kind of go back and see how we do over the years. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh time for dumping ground. Um only thing I have is the playoff schedule, so uh the Red Bulls get to skip the first round, which would have been the middle of next week. Uh instead their first match will be uh October thirtieth on the road against we don't know who yet because the matches haven't played. Then the second match will be on uh Sunday, November sixth. That that'll be the home match in the Eastern Conference semifinals. If they advance <clears throat> and this is really fucked up on MLS's part. So apparently, they decided that, or this supposedly, I don't know how true this is, that they scheduled th- these games based off of Toronto possibly playing and their stadium sharing arrangement with the Toronto Orgonauts of uh, Canadian football. The first leg of the Eastern Conference Finals is set for Tuesday, November 22nd. The second round is set for Wednesday, November 30th. <laughs> Which wouldn't be a bad thing, except that the Western Conference gets to play Wednesday-Wednesday.
2: Lame. Weird.
0: So, they will actually get...
1: Just when you thought Major League Soccer was like, hey, we're finally away from every other sport. Nope, nope.
2: That's Canadian football.
0: It's not even a real
1: sport. Yeah.
0: So, let me just verify real quick. So, let's see. So, the... What the hell is with this layoff... MLS Cup is December 10th. Uh,
2: so, so, I guess it's a long layoff.
0: Whoever wins the Western Conference will get two weeks, basically, to rest up. Where yeah. the Eastern Conference gets a week and a half. That's, that's very unusual. It is. Yeah. What the hell happened to... Because there's already a layoff between the the semifinal and finals for the conferences because of international breaks. So, what the fuck are they doing? I, I don't, don't know. I don't understand you, MLS. Anyway... Uh so dumping ground. Anything else you guys want to talk about?
1: Well, first of all, why don't we make some predictions for the uh Red Bulls two game? Hm, little bonus bonus means nothing prediction.
2: Nothing nothing penalty kicks, Red Bull two wins.
1: You're insane. Two one, Red Bull two win in uh regulation. We're not doing three penalty kicks in a row. I just I can't see it happening. I just can't.
2: I just feel like that's the way this is going.
1: Three nothing. And and let me say, Derek Etienne is now my favorite Red Bull player. <laughs> One or two. That guy is hilarious. <laughs> so I hope he does. He scores and does a little funky dance again.
0: Sweet. I just hope that a lot of people show up to the game.
1: I'll be there. So show up, people. Let's, let's do this. Come on. We don't get to see a, our teams win titles too often or
2: ever. Yeah. I have a nephew's birthday. It's the only reason I won't be there. I will so let's, cr- let's go crazy!
0: I will be in Jersey for family stuff on Saturday, why so I won't be there.
2: Because
0: hmm. I have to, you know, go home and get ready for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Work, 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 work. Well, you don't want to go to a Sunday eight o'clock game and then have to drive home. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't enjoy a Two hours—that hour doesn't, doesn't appeal to you. I, I, I don't look forward to a two two and a half hour trip on the New
2: Jersey Turnpike at 10, <laughs> ten o'clock
0: at night, ten ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Because <laughs> with penalty kicks, you never know.
2: Don't you have, like, any bullshit sick days that you can, uh, use? You're like, I'm sick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Cut off.
0: Yeah, I probably could if I really wanted to, but I actually, you know, enjoy my work now, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with actually going in. I will be watching the game. So there's that. Ooh. I will be watching it over Hell in a Cell. And I'll save Hell in a Cell for Monday. Is that this week, too? Dear That's God, do the, the these pay-per-views... Wait, wait, no. Wait. Oh, okay, okay. Wait. 30th, yeah, I'm sorry. I got the week screwed up. These wrestling pay-per-views never end. well at least you get, like, so a, money. At least you get a sort of break till uh, Survivor Series. Right, oh, boy. Wrestling talk, nobody cares. <laughs> nope. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, I, I only have one more thing uh, for the dumping ground, and it's completely unrelated to soccer, unrelated to the Red Bulls and everything, but I just wanted to throw this out there, uh, that if you get the Fusion Network, which I know I get because it's on DirecTV, tomorrow night at, I believe it's 8 o'clock, they're premiering a show called Chris Gets Money. And it's my friend Chris Cubis, who lives in Austin, Texas. He's a comedian, where he's given $30,000 for one month to live like rich people. <laughs> uh, it, I know there's. You can, I think you can go on YouTube and watch the trailer for it. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, he's super, super funny stand-up comic. Um, he's going to live in a giant house, have a giant pool, and try to interact with very snooty rich people in Austin, Texas. So if you can, please check it out. Uh, I'm looking really looking forward to seeing it. He's a really good dude, and uh, I encourage you to DVR it or uh, watch it live. There
2: you go. It's called Chris. Chris gets money. Fusion. I do not have any friends with any TV shows, so I got nothing to pimp. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
0: not even anywhere close to that. Like, I don't even have friends with a podcast, so... Yeah, Yeah. but then it's just us.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. uh, Anything else for Dumping Ground? Dumping Ground, no. I think I'm good. I think it's time for Terrible Team of the Week, then.
1: All right. And who better to laugh at for another week, and that's the Smurfs. (laughs) Because... Yes, not only did they lost, uh, lose to uh, have the Eastern Conference taken away from them, uh, but they were down three nothing as well, and they only scored one goal, so they lost three nothing at the Scum. So Scum beats Murph. We, we, what we said during the game was we were not rooting for DC, we were rooting against the blue team. That was our our thought process there. Makes sense. So what a great. End of the season choke job by the team that was so good on the road early in the year. Remember that? Remember how good they were on the road? They were so good. Remember when oh. was
2: good on the road? Remember? <clears throat> Remember that?
0: So. Remember ha-ha.
2: when played yeah. soccer at a baseball stadium? Remember?
0: <laughs> you know, you know what's kind of funny is uh, who assisted on two of those goals for DC. Mr. Lloyd, Lloyd Sam.
2: Sam. Oh, all right. Doing us favors, putting in the work, doing us favors from the dead. Well, dead to us. Yeah, pretty much.
0: What happens when they play DC in the playoffs again?
1: Oh boy, let's let's. Why not? Why not another year in a row? Yeah,
2: well, I will hope we'll be, Lloyd Sam cries.
1: Should we? Well, I guess we'll I guess we'll try to make the predictions uh, next week. Who we think we're going to play in the first round? Since there will be playing games.
2: Yeah,
0: let's uh, put it on the sense. docket
1: for next week.
0: Well, actually, what's the? I need to look at the, I need to see the, the playoff schedule because I don't know when. Let's see, Wednesday. So the problem is two games are Thursday, next week. Yeah. So I don't know who, when teams are going to play. So like we may not even have a choice of, what, of that that question being asked.
1: Hmm. Because
0: That's if true. we're the number one seed, and the lower seed plays in the first game, it happens to win, then we absolutely know who we're playing. Uh, I feel like we should do that now. For Indeed.
1: okay, all right. Last thing we want to talk about who who do you, who do you want to face in the first round?
0: All right, so we're going to go off of the current standings because we're uh, I'm working on the assumption that TFC is not going to surpass New York City FC. Okay, so the matchups as they currently sit would be Toronto FC versus the Philadelphia Union and DC United versus the Montreal Impact. So if we would face the lesser of D C, Montreal and Philly. We would not face Toronto no matter what.
1: I think we're gonna play DC again. <laughs> I really do. I know it's like I really think it's gonna happen again. I, I just get that inkling. I think D C's playing um I hate to say it, they're playing pretty well right now. Right? What's the old thing? The hot team going to the playoffs, right? And they're they're playing pretty well. So that would definitely be my, my pick as to who we would have to face, which would be make another great road trip.
2: I, I actually I would I make a game. I think it'll be Philly. Uh, just cuz I mean Toronto FC does have a habit of choking and they have been doing a bit of it lately. So, um you know, they've been kind of farting away their, you know, what? They were they were first place at the beginning of the month, weren't they? Um,
0: so they were first place and then starting with the game against New York or us, I should say, they have went zero wins, one loss, four draws.
2: Yeah, so we're going to face Philadelphia.
0: So here, real quick, I'm going to do the last five for each of these teams. D.C., so I just gave you Toronto. D.C., four wins and a draw. Montreal, where are they? Montreal, two wins, two losses and a draw. And Philly, three losses and a draw. Actually, Philly's kind of slipping here.
2: Uh, Now, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but do you guys want to see New York City FC in the conference finals?
1: No. No. Although I have confidence in the Red Bulls, absolute confidence, but no, you know, I just don't want them to get that far. Yeah.
0: It would be great to just like completely bomb out.
1: <laughs> Major League Soccer, I, I know they don't have quote unquote favorites, but they would be dying for that. They want, and I completely understand why they would want that matchup in the finals.
2: Oh, absolutely. Ratings, uh, the hype, fans. the
1: crowds, yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be completely insane.
2: I'm kind of you know. I honestly do. I could see, and I'm like, I mean, I know we may. I know we have at least a few blue team listeners. Uh, I could, honest to God, see them bombing out just based based on age. I, I just don't think the playoffs are favorable to older teams, and uh, I, I could totally see them shitting the bed. It's,
0: well, not for them, but especially if you're an older team and you have to play a midweek match for the wild card.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Although I guess the international breaks would actually help them in that case, right? Because of it'd be a two-week break before the conference finals, and then we get a week off before the... S- so basically, if New York City were to secure their second seed, they and the Red Bulls will play this Sunday, the Sunday after, and the Sunday after that. So three straight weeks, get a week off, and then not even... And then get like an extra half a week off until them, you know, until the stupid Tuesday game. Right. It's right. dumb nonsense. So, I don't know. Uh, for me, I think... I think D.C. is a realistic option. Toronto has just been falling apart. Um Philly, even though they're still in this, they haven't... They are the, what you would call, quote, backing in, where you're really on the back of everybody else not doing well. Which I know is not fair, because they still had to get to the point of, when, of getting into that position to begin with. But it's just one of those things that, like... They've co- they they've lost more than they haven't won a game in the last six, and they're they're still in playoff position. So I don't know. The funny thing is that let's see, they lost three nothing Chicago, and then Oof. drew Montreal, Oof. drew Toronto, lost to Orlando. Yeah. So I yeah, I'm thinking it's DC. I I just don't see another team that's hotter right now. Well, aside from quote the Red Bulls because of was it fourteen fifteen unbeaten at the moment. So. In, ter- in terms of who's going into the playoffs hottest, I gotta say it's DC, right? Cause they're going off four straight wins, six straight unbeaten. So, I, that's who I think would do it. And then give them a one off, I think they could do it. Against, uh, that, whoever. I don't know who
2: they're gonna play at this point, but. That DC is so hot right now.
0: <sighs> I have not seen the second movie. And I'm not sure I watched uh, it.
2: Nobody has. <laughs> it, keep, it
0: keeps popping up on my Roku for some reason. I'm like, uh I don't know.
2: Remember you landed, how funny it was. Remember <laughs>
0: <laughs> The files are in the computer? <laughs> that just that line made me weep a little bit. I know that I know they were acting, but just like
2: <laughs>
0: the fact that you can make that line up and it would seem legitimate considering what they were what they were acting to it was just like <laughs> Anyway, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here?
1: No, we have rambled enough. We've driven our listeners crazy already.
0: So we I'm off the show. Yeah, so our new name is now the Red Bull Ramble. (laughs)
2: Yeah, this episode anyway. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Let's wrap this one up then. You can visit us at oncemetro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Help us by going to patreon.com slash rebel rant. Throw a few bucks our way. Uh, you can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com, and it actually would have helped if I checked the email, just to make sure there was nothing, nothing there. Mm. Um, you can call us, 973-348-5329, and we did get no emails, so, boo. Oh. Facebook.com slash redbullrant on Twitter at redbullrant for the show at DocTheStooge for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman, subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, anywhere you can find podcasts. Last words before we get out of here.
1: Uh, three things. See you at the
2: Red Bull 2 game. Win and win later on that night. Yes. Win them all, baby.
0: All right. So for Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode number 205 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank Good. you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. And, of course, go Red Bulls, Two and win that, win that USL go Cup.
1: Go Dose. Peace out.
2: Lace.